How is Frederick? Well, as you know, I've enrolled him in that chess camp in the Berkshires. Mm -hmm. Every day after lunch, they go for a nature walk. Unfortunately, Frederick is allergic to seven different varieties of ivy, so he has to wear long sleeves and long pants. A bonnet with a net on it. Boy, I sure hope the other campers don't make fun of him. Oh, I'm sure they don't. You know how kind kids can be. And do you remember back to your childhood and how kind the kids in your neighborhood were? Were you one of those kids that was made fun of? Maybe your teeth were too big or you grew funny or maybe you grew taller than the other kids very quickly or maybe you were the runt. You didn't grow tall enough and you just felt awkward or the kids just picked on you because you had freckles or how did you deal with that? Or were you one of the kids picking on the other kids and how do you deal with that? Man, I think your experience was actually more difficult than the person receiving it. If you were the one doling out the guilt, you live for the rest of your life knowing that you were the kid who was doling out the guilt and hopefully you've changed that. But many of us have been on both sides of that. And that's part of growing up, figuring out how to deal with others reasonably and not pick on things that are outside another person's control. That was a drop from Frasier. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner. The show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. I'm a clinical psychologist here to take your calls and questions. On anything you'd ask a counselor or a therapist, it may be problems with your in-laws, it may be problems uh, where you feel stressed, overworked, and just on overload, maybe problems at home, maybe just clutter around the house. You don't know how to clean up all the clutter and it's been there forever and uh, you would like to start to put a dent in it. Maybe you want to go back to the gym or quit a bad habit. Pick up the phone and give me a call. Toll free, one eight seven seven doctor Kenner. And you can also visit my website to listen to podcasts or to, um, to look at books I recommend or articles that I've written. And that's drkenner.com, D-R-K-E-N-N-E-R.com. And right now I want to welcome Nia to the show. Nia, you have a question about selfishness. Yes? Yes. Yeah, um, tell me what your question is. Okay, uh, just the language going back and forth between talking to the person, talking at the person, saying you versus the I, how I feel. I've gone back and forth with those two types of languages. Okay, so you're aware of the difference between you language. You you make me angry. You infuriate me. You're an I, idiot. You're stupid. Instead, I, you can say, I feel hurt. I feel angry. I'm frustrated. And if yeah. you say I, what does that yeah. mean about you? Um, it's about yourself. Ego comes yeah. in the way. Yeah. Oh, it gets in the way? Well... Ego is not such, it's not a positive thing, is it? Ego gets in the way of you bonding with someone and communicating, right? Okay, well, picture two people together. Let's picture you and me together, and I don't want my ego to get in the way, and we're trying to figure out a place to eat, and you don't want your ego to get in the way. So I say, Uh Nia, where would you like to go to eat? Yeah. And what would you say? Remember, your goal is to be selfless, no self. What would you say to me? I would ask you the question. Go ahead. Um, I I would say, well, where would you like to go? You know, I really don't care. All I want to do is make you happy, Nia. So where would you like to go? Okay, and then I would answer. I would say I would like to go, I don't know, to a restaurant. So you're going to mess up. You're going to be selfish, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. So yeah. what ha- if if you continued to be selfless, what would our conversation sound like? Oh, listen, what, wherever you would like to go, honey, where would you like to go, Nia? And you would say to me, uh-huh. wherever you want to go, Ellen. Right, it would go back and forth and we wouldn't go anywhere. We wouldn't go anywhere. So it, you can see the ridiculousness of selflessness. If there is no self-expression, then there's no you. That means that, uh-huh. and multiply that in every area of, of my life. What movies do you like, Nia? Oh, I don't care. Whatever you like, Ellen. What books do you want to read? What food do you like? What do you would like to do for a hobby? Whatever you like, Ellen. Well, I don't like anything because I want to please you. Can you see how foolish that is? Yeah. Think of it applied to sex, to romance. Honey, what what makes you feel good? Oh, don't worry about me. Don't worry about me. What makes you feel good? Oh, I can't tell you what makes me feel good. I need to be selfless. I don't want to have an ego. I don't want to have a self. And it it is just it it's an impossible and I'm going to put the next word in quotes, moral code. We have been taught that the ego is bad, that it is bad to express yourself. Would you want to be married to a man who has no opinion, who has no values, who never expresses himself, who only wants to reflect your values? No. Why? No. It, 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 well, because that's not, I mean, because then a, you, you, you'll just be alone. Pretty much. uh, Wonderful way to phrase it. (laughs) You would be alone and it would just be, yeah, it would be worse than being alone because you would have the potential of an exciting, self-valuing partner who has self-esteem and self-respect and uh, listen to all these selves and self-confidence and who values his health, his body, his uh, mind, and you would be with someone who is through and through self-valuing, and that's uh-huh. supposed. To, and we're taught that that's bad. What is wrong with this picture? Mm. It, there's, I, I don't. Well, I don't see it. Um, there's no meaning. There's no value in in the relationship. There's, you know, there's. Um, no, no connection. Yeah, yeah, there's no you and there's no him. And right. so let me give you, there's, there are three, three, thi- um, three things you need to separate out. There is right. such a thing as a person who's a doormat, a selfless person. Whatever you want, honey. Oh, no, 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 that's okay. No, of course I'm happy. Now, the person's not happy, but they're afraid. They think it's moral to to um, give up themselves, to be the martyr. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, flash fast forward many decades, and that same person is saying, I did for my kids, I did for my husband, I did for my parents, and I'm so sick of doing for people. I am ju- I'm so angry, now I'm going to live for myself. And listen to the anger in the voice, right? There's yeah. so much resentment. They can't live for themselves anymore. They don't know how to. And so instead, they lash out. So there's there are two views. One is the selfless doormat. And the other view, which is normally presented as the alternative to the doormat, is the person who doesn't give a damn about anybody else. It's my way or the highway. You do what I say. This is, you know, you think of a very authoritarian father or mother. You're going to do what I said. You shut your mouth. 
you listen to what I say. We're going to this restaurant. I don't want to hear from you. Kids should be seen but not heard. Mm-hmm. You know, that view. And there is, th- those people exist, but they're not self-valuing. They are not valuing their own minds. They are not selfish. There's n- they are self-destructive. Nobody uh-huh. wants to be around them. They're cold. They're insensitive. That's n- you were saying that I, n- I know that was one of the questions that you shared with the screener. But that's not the same as being self-respecting. If you value yourself, you both are honest. I can say to my husband, where do you want to go to dinner? I'd like to go to an Italian restaurant. You know, I don't, and I would say to him, I don't eat garlic and peppers. Do you mind if we go to a Chinese? And he would say, well, let's go to a Chinese this time. Then maybe we could go to an Italian another time and you could get those meals without garlic and pepper. Listen, I know we're at the end of time. I would recommend the book, The Virtue of Selfishness by Ayn Rand. And she talks about that third view. The Virtue of Selfishness? Right, by Ayn Rand, A-Y-N-R-A-N-D. Okay. Okay, thank Thank you. you. Thank you very much for the call, Nia. You're welcome. Take care. Well, folks, this is the book you want to read, The Selfish Path to Romance, How to Love with Passion and Reason by Edwin Locke and Dr. Ellen Kenner. Log on to Dr. Kenner's website. It's Dr. Kenner. K-E-N-N-E-R dot com. You can read the first chapter free. This is the book for your reading. It's important for those in a healthy relationship or maybe you're seeking loving, mature relationship. This is the perfect book. Maybe you're exploring a dating service. Learn how to avoid making bad romantic choices. Remember, romance doesn't just happen. This book brings you closer to the passion, love, excitement you desire in a romantic relationship, whether it's same sex or opposite sex. Dr. Kenner explains why your needs should be met. Now, maybe you're in a long-term relationship. Maybe you just got out of one. And some of the chapters, how about choosing the right partner? How many people listening? You're always picking the wrong partner. drkenner.com, doctor. drkenner.com.